We are talking about why kids misbehave, what we call the four goals of misbehavior. The goals of misbehavior. That sounds counterintuitive. Like, why do kids do what they do? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Art of Parenting. We're here to help educate, entertain, and encourage you in all things parenting. We want to help you understand what you are doing and why so that you can increase the odds of raising children who are prepared for life while enjoying your job as a parent and enjoying your children along the way. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host, but we can't do this without the parenting master herself, Kim Cross. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse. How are you? Wonderful. How are you? I'm good. We've got another heavy topic. Heavy? Well, we did that test last time, so there's all of that, and we're we're doing a lot of stuff, but that's okay. So. That's okay. We'll make it light next time, but this is a big topic today again. Okay. What are we talking about? We are talking about why kids misbehave, what we call the four goals of misbehavior. The goals of misbehavior. That sounds counterintuitive. Like why do kids do what they do? Yes. So, and they okay. tend to fall into kind of four reasons. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. So first of all, I like to credit where credit is due. So this is based on the work of Dreiker and Dinkmeyer and McKay, but um, I won't go into all that stuff. What we're going to do is talk about that. Number one, it's normal and to be expected that your kids misbehave. We've, I've said this before, but your kids are going to misbehave. That's it's, normal. Okay. They're kids. They're immature. They need to test boundaries. They want to know what the rules and limits are. Do you really mean what you say? Is this really true? Um, you know, we like to say as Christians, we're all born sinners. So mm. are your kids, right? Yes. They don't know right from wrong. They need to be taught. They need to be instructed. So we need to, they need to know that they are loved, and that has a lot to do with limits. But again, they will still test those, and they'll misbehave. So with that said, there are four reasons why kids misbehave. They'll do it for attention. They'll do it for power. They'll do it for revenge, and they'll do it to act helpless. Those are the four categories, and we're going to so go more So attention, power, revenge, helplessness. Correct. Okay. All right. So let's start with the first one, getting attention. What's the, okay. what's the goal of this misbehavior? <laughs> well, if you have kids, you know they need a lot of attention, right? That's, even if Duh. I don't have kids, I'm aware that kids need attention. <laughs> okay, so kids want and need our attention, and it's vital to their healthy development that they get attention from mm. us. But sometimes kids will demand an excessive amount of attention, and they'll do it in a negative way. Okay. Meaning, I'll, I'd rather have negative attention than no attention. Okay. Right? We've all seen that. Okay. Yes. So parents will often get annoyed at this excessive demand for more attention mm -hmm. and they will try to get our attention in an inappropriate way. And parents will have the tendency to tell the kid, knock it off, stop. Uh, how many times do I have to tell you? And there's all these repeated warnings, but it's real negative. Okay. And this might temporarily stop the behavior but the kid's going to circle back around and do it anyways because really they're not getting the attention they want. They're getting negative attention, negative reinforcement, right? So my job in this podcast is to talk about a lot of the what's and why's, the how's you need to come see me for because we, 
every child is different and it's hard to get into a lot of the hows on the podcast. But this, this attention-seeking behavior parents should be aware of and be aware of how they're responding to it. And again, if they need help, come see me. But this is one of the most common ways that kids will uh, seek attention okay. and misbehave. So like you said, it's good to understand the kind of issue they're having because that allows them to f- further um, identify what's going on. And then when they come to you, then you can help them work through that identified issue. Right. And, and how to and deal work, with it. And how to deal with it appropriately because yeah. every kid's different. So Absolutely. just shotgunning information on the internet about this is how you fix every child with this issue is probably not the best way to do stuff. It could be very irresponsible. Yeah. So identifying the issue is half the battle. It is. So, I mean, ultimately that's what you need to do is, is as you're listening through this, don't go, well, I'm hoping to get this magic cure bullet because that doesn't really exist. Every child's unique. Right. But Instead, identify, oh, does my child have these issues? And when when or if they do, mm-hmm. then be able to go, okay, is this something I feel like I can handle? Or is this something I need to try to Get have someone for. Yeah, have yeah. someone who has more experience and has studied it more help right. me with? So right. well, let's talk about number two, asserting power. Power. Okay, so we've talked about critical needs for kids. And one of those critical needs is a healthy amount of control or power. Mm-hmm. So we know that kids want and need some control in their life. If they have too much or not enough, things go sideways. But sometimes kids will refuse to listen. They'll talk back. They'll have a temper tantrum, depending on the age, whether they're two or 22. Right. <laughs> right? And they want their own way because they want what they want when they want it. Okay. And parents will usually get really angry and frustrated by this because their authority is being threatened. They feel that things are out of control. They don't know what to do. And oftentimes they'll just get angry or they'll just kind of let it go. And the tendency is to fight with kids or give in to the kid. Okay. So the parent will push back with this kid wanting control by trying to get more controlling, or they'll just kind of sweep it under the rug. So they'll say things like, don't argue with me. Or, okay, but just this once, never again. And again, the misbehavior can get worse because mm. the kid will might give in temporarily or, or adhere to this new standard or expectation. But they often will repeat the behavior and they'll kind of say to themselves, you can't make me. Mm. Okay, Because the parent isn't handling it correctly. They're getting angry or dismissing it. Okay. So if you are in power struggles with your kid, you need to recognize they either have too much or not enough. Okay. Okay. So that idea of power and needing control and then how you give them control healthily is really important. That's, that's my lane. I can teach you how to give away the control you don't need and where you need to have control. Absolutely. And then so what to say and what not to say or to do or not do. Okay. Okay. So number three, you said something about revenge. Oh, this is a tough one to talk about. So this is typically a sign of neglect or abuse in the home. Okay. And so when kids get revengeful, they are lashing out, wanting to hurt other people, particularly their parents, if they're being hurt. We know biblically that hurt people hurt other people, Mm, right? So when kids have hateful talk toward you, name-calling, they lie, they steal, they destroy things, they're very, very angry and destructive, 
um, there may be, not always, I'm not pointing fingers here, but may be signs of neglect or abuse. Okay? okay, so this is a tough one. And the parent can feel really deeply hurt when obviously their kid says or does things that are hurtful or destructive. But parents will sometimes make the really wrong decision and retaliate. And they will try to kind of get even with this kid's behavior or words that they're using and say things like, I've had it with you, I'm done, or that's it. And the child will seek greater revenge and intensify the behavior to say, well, I'm going to get back at you even more, and I hate you too. Mm. That's kind of what's going on here. So if parents are seeing that their children are getting hateful and revengeful and destructive, we need to talk. That's a very serious situation. Yeah, that one's definitely one. That's a red flag, and you need to definitely be seeking some guidance in that situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, the last one you said, acting helpless, I think, is what you had said? Yeah, helpless or incapable. Okay. So some parenting styles will lead to kind of babying or rescuing kids. Um, We often see this with the helicopter style of parenting. Um, I'll make everything okay. You don't need to suffer any consequences. I'll take care of it. It's not your problem. I'm here to save the day and rescue. Some parents will teach their kids to become helpless and dependent on their parent inadvertently. Um, by doing everything for the kid, okay? Um, the child will think, well, I only belong if I can convince others that I not to expect anything from me. Um, it's too hard. I can't do it. And it sure is easier if everybody else will just take care of this for me. It's kind of an avoidance pattern. And so the kid will withdraw from other people and act depressed or helpless or incapable and say things like, I can't, it's too hard, you do it, Okay. right? And this can make the parent feel a little hopeless as well. Like, gosh, I agree with you, you can't. Um, Yeah, nothing can be done. Um, I'll just take care of it. It's too hard for you. Um, You're not responsible. I'm the parent, I'll do it. And the message is, you can't do anything on your own, you need me. Mm. It's almost an ego thing for the parent sometimes. So we have to be really careful of this pattern. And the child can then respond very passively or fail to respond and refuse to even show effort or try something or show any improvement. And there's there are ways to handle this with your kid. And again, that takes a session, but we can we can kind of drill down into to the why of or excuse me, the how of how to handle that. Okay. Interesting. Well, it sounds like this is a lot of things in this category are, are things that you best to identify and then come see you about and, and see what you need to do, not do, or uh, to really stop this destructive. And if the parent cycle. doesn't know, Jesse, I can help identify it. I, I deal with this all the time. So if they explain to me what's happening, I can listen to a lot of that and, and identify one of the four. Typically, it's one of the first two. It's for attention or power. Right. The last two tend to be... They're more rare. More extreme and rare. Yeah. Um, so it's important to know that if you aren't sure, she can help identify and then also help you respond appropriately or effectively to, to meet the needs of those children while correcting the behavior, right? Like getting them where they should be and out of these unhealthy cycles of um, 
misbehaving. Kind of pa- yeah, patterns, and it's yeah. a pattern that you're seeing uh, maybe from your kid and maybe from you and maybe both, which is typical. Absolutely. Um, but we don't want to stay in those destructive cycles or patterns because they don't end well for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I, I want to be able to help people, you know, put an end to those and, and shift gears and go into a much healthier cycle. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Kim, for sharing these um, things that we should be looking for when we're parenting. And, and of course, obviously, if you are seeing misbehavior in your child, don't hesitate to make an appointment with Kim at RethinkParenting.com. Um, and she can help you identify, solve, um, and, and really start getting back on track with your child yeah. if they're really um, having issues. And don't be afraid to admit when you need help. I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, as parents, the thing I hear the most of, you know, I'm just not enough or I should be able to do this. And it's like, Sometimes, I mean, the world's crazy these days. It's like there's stuff that at this point you just need help with and that's okay. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay and to seek wait. help. don't wait. Don't yeah. wait because the longer you wait, the harder it is to undo these things yeah. and the sooner you can find solutions to. And I do want to reiterate because this is a heavy topic. Kids are going to, again, misbehave. They're going to fall short. They're going to have to learn otherwise and learn what's right and wrong. And that's normal, right? But how we how we teach them, how we handle these things is the key. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this podcast. That's a little heavier, but really important to talk about because there's great things about parenting and then there's things that aren't so exciting and we have to deal with both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you on the next one. 